So anything that you create, you have to realize value doesn't equal overwhelm and volume in the content that you deliver. Value equals allowing somebody, your lead, to open their eyes to a new way, to a new process, to a new angle at looking at something, to realizing why they haven't achieved what they want to achieve yet. You are listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast, episode number 382. All right, my friends, welcome back to the podcast. I hope you guys are enjoying this little series I'm doing on automating your lead generation using paid ads. I've gotten a lot of positive feedback on it and just breaking it down has been really helpful for people and breaking down the different layers in marketing. So if you haven't listened to all the episodes, feel free to go back. We started on Monday, so there's been three. This is the fourth episode and there'll be one more tomorrow. And the outcome and goal from this is that by the end of all this content, you're able to really understand what you can go and implement and do in your marketing to create a lead generation and sales system. And I very much look at marketing as process, as a system, as something that any business can execute and implement in order to get results. It doesn't matter where they're at right now or what they sell or any of those factors. When you implement the right system, you do get results. So that's what we've been diving into. And today we're talking about turning your leads into sales. Before I dive in, just a quick reminder that if you share this podcast, if you share this series on social media and tag me at Emily Hirsch, you will be entered to win two business audits. We'll give to two winners. Two people will win a business audit with me personally, where basically you'll submit some information about your business. It can be about marketing or it can be like, I might create this new offer. What do you think? Or I'm having this team struggle issue or whatever it is about your business. And I will personally audit it and give you feedback and a plan of action based on what you submit. So there's going to be two winners. You can submit up to five times. And the way you enter is you share on social media and tag me. So we know that you did it. All right, let's dive into turning your leads into sales. So a lot of times this is kind of where people start with their marketing because most business owners, and it makes sense, go into marketing with the concept of, I need to make money. Like, that's why I want to market, to make more sales. But the reality with this con- with this section of your marketing, with this layer in turning your leads into sales, is that everything we've talked about the last three days, growing an audience of leads, growing an audience in general, creating a business strategy, like the foundational components are honestly going to be what drives the success of turning your leads into sales. So a lot of times people look in the wrong place when they're trying to create sales. And what they don't do is go backwards and look at things like I am not getting enough leads or I'm not getting quality leads or I'm not building an audience, I'm not putting out consistent content. So here is what increasing your sales does not mean. And this is kind of like the misconception and the mistakes that a lot of people make. Number one, it doesn't and it shouldn't feel like you're doing everything you possibly can with your marketing and getting no sales. If that is happening, there is a foundational issue in your marketing. And it's not as simple as just, oh, I have poor quality leads or, oh, I'm not making sales. 
if you're doing everything, if you're putting in the effort, if you're getting leads, if you are growing an audience, if you're doing all those things and you're not selling, there's a foundational issue likely with your messaging and with your offer, offer positioning. Two, increasing your sales doesn't mean that you have this like throw spaghetti at the wall. I try something new every month and I'm working really hard and I'm trying things, but I have nothing to show for it. And I'm trying this thing and then I do a webinar and then I do a challenge and then I launch this funnel and I'm constantly doing things, but I don't have results to show for it. That's not what increasing your sales and successful marketing should feel like. And then finally, you definitely don't want to be doing spending time and money trying to market your business, but then still being in the red with nothing to show for it. You know, in the beginning, it's okay to invest in your marketing as I talk about a lot and you may not make your, you know, your money back right away, but then you have to obviously become profitable. And if you're spending money and it's been months and you're not profitable, there is a, again, a foundational issue. So when you're at the point of turning your leads into sales and you're increasing your sales strategically, what that means, and I want you to get notes out at this point, really think about this because as you're listening to this, I want you to think where you have a gap in your business. As I walk through, I have four points here. Where do you have opportunity to improve your experience when it comes to turning leads into sales? One is creating an experience leading up to the sale that's so incredible it makes selling easy. And I've witnessed this and experienced this myself many times that the more you put into the experience that's happening for your leads, meaning the nurturing, the content, the the webinar itself, the experience that they have leading up to when you say, hey, here's my offer, buy it. Obviously, you're not going to say it that way. But when you get to the point that you're pitching your offer, the better experience you create for those leads the easier selling becomes and that's how it should feel like when you have nailed your offer when you have an offer that's like so good people are like I have to sign up for this I need this this is going to solve my problem and it's going to solve my problem quickly when you have that and you create a great experience leading up to the sale selling should be easy it shouldn't be hard. It really shouldn't. And so if right now you're feeling like selling is hard or nobody's buying, I want you to reflect on the experience leading up to the point where somebody hears about your offer. Are you nurturing them? Are you giving them reasons to trust you? Are you showing social proof or case studies or reasons that they should trust your business and see that your offer is successful, that people like it, that they were able to get results for it if that's relevant? Are you doing that in the experience that leads up to them hearing about your offer? Or is that broken? Does that have opportunity? Increasing your sales also means that every day you generate leads that are perfect for your offer. So this comes from the following episodes in this series that I talked about generating leads and being clear on who your ideal customer is and making sure that all of the content you create, all of the funnels that you build, all the strategies you implement at the end of the day are meant to generate leads that are your ideal customer and they're perfect for your offer. The next one, this is really important. Like this one is where a lot of people mess up and that is creating a gap for your leads that fills your offer perfectly. So what I mean by that is a lot of people throw together like their lead generation strategy, not intentionally, it's just mostly because they don't know. So they just choose something. So like I'll do a webinar or I'll do a challenge or I'll make a lead magnet and they throw it together 
And they don't really think about, again, kind of going back to the experience, but even more here, if you are intentional with the experience you're creating at the lead generation step, that means that when somebody consumes that valuable piece of information or that training or they participate in that challenge, whatever it is, when they do that, you need to actually create a gap that you, they they now identify as, wow, like I now know a bigger part of my problem or why I haven't been able to achieve what I want. And then your offer is going to fill that gap. So what that means is you cannot overwhelm the lead. And so many people do this. So let's, let's just take a webinar, for example. If you put together a webinar presentation and you have like 15 things in there that somebody could go in and tactically implement to solve the problem that they have that your offer solves, they're not going to buy at the end of the webinar because why would they? They have 15 things to go do before they need your product, right? So anything that you create, you have to realize value doesn't equal overwhelm and volume in the content that you deliver. Value equals allowing somebody, your lead, to open their eyes to a new way, to a new process, to a new angle at looking at something, to realizing why they haven't achieved what they want to achieve yet. Let me use my business for an example. So we recently did a challenge and in planning for that free challenge, we were really intentional with the content that went into that and only walking people through how to set up a visibility ad. Now, I didn't teach here's how you build a funnel. Here's how you set up, you know, webinar ads. Here's how you do everything from A to Z in your marketing. I taught the first layer in what I've taught this whole week, visibility ads. Now they all still needed lead generation ads, sales ads, a complete strategy, all those components. But because they made progress in getting a just a simple visibility ad launch, they now were more confident in moving forward in Facebook ads and realizing the potential and realizing they could do this, you name it. And so you have to think about what does your audience, what do your leads need to know or need to realize or need before they can buy your offer? And that is what make should make up the content of your lead generation. If you're giving them the answer and you're overwhelming them in this phase, you will not get the sales because people are overwhelmed and an overwhelmed person does not go spend money. They go solve their overwhelm first or they try to. Okay, the final piece in having strategic sales means you have to have a clearly fleshed out explanation of your offer. And I put explanation, but another way I refer to this is like positioning. You can't just say like, here's my offer. It has 15 video trainings. You get one-on-one coaching. You get this, you get this, you get this. That's the what. People don't care about the what. They don't care how many videos there are. They don't care about how it's structured. They don't care about how long it's taking you to make. They don't care about any of those things. Your leads care about the benefits and the outcomes of your offer. They care, if I buy this, what am I gonna be able to do, have, or be? What is the benefits? What is the outcomes? And are you clear on those in their language? And most of the time, if you're generating leads and you're not selling them, it's because this is a problem. And I see way too often people are like, well, the leads are poor quality. And yes, that could be true, but likely it's it's more that you are not 
convincing your leads that they should buy this and why and what the benefits are and what the outcomes are and what the repercussions are if they don't buy it. You know, if they don't buy it, they're not going to achieve a result. You're not being clear in that. And so I want you to reflect if I was to sit down and tell you, like, if I buy your offer today, what will I be able to achieve tomorrow in the next month in the next 90 days in the next year? And could you clearly tell me quickly what that is and quickly because that means you're clear on it if you st- like stutter through it and you're like well um you'd be able to do this then you need to get more clear on it and also are you using language that i would want to hear like if i told people well you'll be able to have a complete sales funnel maybe they want that but what do they really want they want leads and sales coming into their business so you have to use the language that also your audience uses and if you have that selling really becomes easy because if you're able to create offer positioning so good that when somebody hears the offer they're like this is so much better than anything I've ever heard I know this is going to solve my problem and it's going to solve my problem quickly they're like yeah of course I'll buy it and then you can build in a complete follow-up strategy into your sales that allows you to maximize on all your leads which is another mistake people make but I often see that people try to focus on like let me get retargeting ads up or some solution like that when It's like if you're not selling any of your offer right now, adding in retargeting ads is not going to work because your messaging is off, because your positioning is off, because the experience beforehand is off. You need to fix that before adding in some extra follow-up is going to do anything. The foundation has to work first. So here's some steps. I have four steps for you guys in how to create a specific sales strategy. The first step is you do need to plan out exactly how you're going to follow up with your leads. So of course, you don't want to have leads sell to them one time and then they don't hear from you. And ideally within this follow-up, you have some sort of urgency. You've got to push people to take action and it should be real urgency. It should actually be limited space or a discount that expires or a bonus that expires. But that will push people to take action versus be like, well, I'll just do it next month. Okay, so you have to plan out How are you going to follow up with your leads? Are you going to follow up via email? Are you going to do retargeting ads? Are you going to text them? Are you going to call them? How are you going to follow up? And you might hear those and go, well, I want to do all of those. You can implement all these strategies, but not all at once. Choose one. Choose the one that's going to be the most impactful and implement one at a time. Likely it's email. Likely you're going to start there and make sure you have a fleshed out email follow up. And then you could move maybe to text messages and then retargeting ads. But again, like retargeting ads are only going to work if you have leads to retarget and your offer positioning is good and is relevant and is working. So I would make sure you have a complete email follow up and you're actually following up with all these leads you're getting in a way that is very clear messaging. It's focused on the outcomes and the benefits of your offer and it has some form of urgency. Step two is with whatever strategy you choose to implement, email, retargeted ads, You need to create communication that specifically speaks to your ideal customer's pain, frustrations, and dreams and positions your offer as the perfect solution. In the language they will use, make sure you're using that, has the urgency associated with it, which actually I'm going early into my next step, but in the language they would use and really ties in their pain and their frustrations and their dreams. And so if you get here and you're like, well, I realize that I'm not as clear as I should be about that, that is a problem. That's something that you need to identify and fix first. Because if you are not connected to your ideal customer's pain and their frustrations, how are you going to speak to them and connect your offer to the solution? 
So that could be an issue in why you're not selling to your leads. Step three is now incorporating that real urgency. There has to be a reason for people to take action or they're not going to do it. So utilize a bonus, utilize an expiring discount, utilize limited time availability, get your leads to buy in a short window, two, three, five days at the most from when you first pitch your offer to them. So on the webinar, you pitch it and they now have 72 hours to buy it to get some sort of discount, bonus, et cetera. Make sure that's incorporated and then make sure that is communicated all throughout the strategy that you're using to follow up with. So it should be in all of your emails, it should be on all of your retargeting ads. Do not think because you said it once, everybody knows. They do not, they do not remember that. And then step four is build a complete follow-up and sales strategy that continually nurtures and sells your offer until your leads become customers. This is really important. It can take three or more months. Like for us, it's an average of three to six months before a new lead becomes a customer. And so just having a follow-up email series of like four emails after the first time that you pitch an offer to somebody and then nothing happens after that and you're like, well, they're a dead lead, they didn't buy, is a huge mistake. Once you get the initial follow-up, now you have to figure out how am I gonna continue nurturing those leads who didn't buy? How am I going to offer them my offer again? Like, what am I going to do to turn these leads into sales in the future? And way too often do I see businesses playing the long game here where they they don't focus on the fact, they focus like, okay, I got 100 leads, they didn't buy on my webinar. It's like, now you have 100 leads on your list. So how are you going to convert those people? And how are you going to build a long-term strategy? That, that could be the regular emails that you send out to your list. That could be a flash sale that you plan in, in an automated sequence after 30 days of someone hearing your offer the first time. That can be like, what's the content that you're going to regularly nurture all these leads with? That's really important. Because to think that majority of people are going to buy in the first instance that they hear about your offer is so untrue and going to set you up for disappointment. Okay, so those are my steps. Those are my ways that I look at sales. And I do want to reiterate, like most people jump to solving this. They're like, I'm getting leads. I'm not getting sales. And they focus in on this before they go back to the things I talked about in the previous episode, meaning getting quality leads and what that means and having a customer journey, a funnel that is created specifically for your ideal customer, creating content that is created for your ideal customer. Like most of the problem, if you're here and you're like, I'm getting leads and I'm not getting sales, likely the problem is gonna be solved in the previous layers of the marketing strategy, which is leads and your audience. That has to be dialed in for this to work. And making sure that everything you do is about creating an experience customized and made for your ideal customer. That's what's going to lead to leads and then sales is that you create an experience, you create communication, you create messaging, you create a transformation, you create something, but everything you do is created for your ideal customer. And I see this all the time where people are like, oh, I just have to generate leads because somebody said I will. So I'm going to you know, replicate their funnel and throw this together. They don't stop and think like, is this the best thing for my ideal customer? And is this the best thing to lead up to my sale to be like the the step before somebody has pitched my offer? Is this the best thing? So taking that into consideration is really important and will lead to a lot more sales. All right, you guys. And as one final reminder, I've mentioned this throughout the series, but we opened up 
five spots this week for us building your funnel, meaning my team will write your opt-in page, write your thank you page, write your emails, design it and build it. I have a whole funnel team. And if you get your application in at helpmystrategy.com to work with Hirsch Marketing and then you decide to move forward in our done with you consultancy or done for you agency on top of the services we provide in there, we will also build your funnel for you. So you have to get your application in. It is first come first serve. At the time of recording this, we've already had a few spots taken. Basically what we do is we're constantly building funnels and when we launch them and release them to the member or to our client, we now have an open space. So we have an open space for five and that will likely fill up by next week. So don't wait in getting your application in for that. Thanks so much guys. Tomorrow is the fifth and final day of this series. And I'm going to talk about guaranteeing control in your marketing results. So now we get into how to look at data, how to make decisions, how to audit what's working and not working in your business and making sure that you're not feeling like you're throwing spaghetti at the wall or you're gambling with your money, but you're in control. You're in the driver's seat and you're able to be in momentum and getting results every day. Thanks for listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast. If you love this episode and want deeper support with your marketing, head over to helpmystrategy.com to see how Hirsch Marketing can help take your marketing to the next level no matter where you're at today. We help our clients scale faster than ever, find hidden leaks in their funnel, experiment with new creative marketing strategies, and help their business explode and be more profitable than they ever dreamed possible. Head over to helpmystrategy.com and see if you qualify for a free strategy audit with Team Hirsch.